show where old is new, new is old, and so are we. I am your captain, Nintendo 25, and with me, as always, are my warriors of the future, Captain Boss Rush Mode. The alien wars begin. Lieutenant Parasite Steve. It's time for revenge! And Dr. Abed Alchemy. Let's attack aggressively. Wow, that's a badass doctor. <laughs> that's one badass doctor indeed. I got my doctor on the, doctor on the streets. Yes. The streets of year 20XX. <laughs> oh, we sound so grizzled. I love it. Uh, do you think we can keep this up for the whole episode, guys? Uh, no, I'm pretty much done. Got I'm going to lose my voice. In, got my doctorate in murder. Dr. Murdio. <laughs> Murdio. <laughs> Captain Murdio. So uh, this episode is inspired by the upcoming release of Contra Rogue Corps. That's coming out on the Switch. PlayStation 4, PC, Xbox Steam, One. Xbox One, or whatever. And it's coming some out refrigerators. The end of the... Some, yeah, some refrigerators. Some refrigerators. <laughs> that run Android? <laughs> some laptops, some... Uh, yeah, coming out at the end of September. Yeah, yeah, coming at the end of September. So by the time you are listening to this, it'll potentially be in your yeah. hands. As a matter of fact, the day this episode gets released may be the actual day the game's released. It may be. Who knows? Yes. So You might see what we did there. <laughs> so in this episode, we're, we're going to talk about older Contra games, games that we grew up with. We're going to go from the NES or arcade all the way up to the, the 16-bit era of Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Genesis, yep. And um, Yeah, so uh, tell me, tell me, Nintendo, for, hmm. assume I don't know, what is a, what's a Contra? A Contra is a team of warriors, super warriors, that fight aliens, at least in this series. Are, are, are they cool? They're so cool. Are they rad? They're like so rad. They're they're rad. Do they have really cool names? What are their cool names? Their cool names is Bill Riser and Lance Bean. Lance Bean is a wicked cool name, dude. I'm gonna I name love my beans. child Bean. Bean. Yes. The, the first name's Bean is the, that's not cool. No, it's only cool if your last name. Oh. is Bean. don't trust anyone okay. with two first names. Yeah, <laughs> if you know a guy named Lance Bean, don't trust him because Bean is totally possibly a first name. And that's funny because I'm going to get into that later on this episode. Please so stay tuned. Please do. So stay, stay tuned. Please. please All right. Stay tuned. Oh, so, okay, so where are we starting here? What's, what's the so, first game we're talking so about? The first game we're going to talk about is Simply Contra, which was released in 1987 by, by Konami. For NES. Just so you know, all these games Queen. are from Konami. Konami. Right? Your favorite. My, you my love fa- them. My favorite. People call so them this is the So this is the original NES. That was the original? The, uh, the original was the arcade. Okay, arcade. I was wondering. I wasn't actually sure. It was the, the arcade, and, um, and then it was, I think the next year it was released on the NES. And, and the then, difference between the two is that the NES version has extra levels and they're longer levels. Doesn't the arcade version have like more cutscenes or something though? Or like uh, Japanese version or something. I know the no. Famicom from like, okay, the, the Famicom Jap- does. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It has like an overworld map before you start the stage, and that does have like cutscenes in, in in middle and shit. Yeah. The, and an ending. They're like Americans don't need that. <laughs> and more colors. Yeah. 
The, the Famicom version. In animated backgrounds. The Famicom version uses the VRC2 chip, which allowed for additional background animations and cutscenes not included in its North American yeah, but like, and European I mean, NES like, counterparts. They were using VR all Everybody the way back then. Knows all the way back then. Oh my God. All the way back then. Oh God, Bill Riser. <laughs> weren't do your me, names different do too? Do me, Bill Riser? <laughs> no. In the arcade, yeah. Yeah, weren't the arcade characters different than the NES ones? They like, oh, gave them I, different I names or something? Know. They're not Bimmy and Jimmy, though. They're definitely no, not. They're not never, Bimmy and Jimmy. Never, never Bimmy, Bimmy and Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> they're not Bimmy Lee and the Sunday Sweats. Bimmy Lee and the Sunday Sweats. Coming to you which is our, uh, Which is a band that we'll be in someday. It's our fake band. Yeah, it's our fake band. band. It's our fake real band. It's a band we're in, in our, our heads. It's a real fake band. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the original Contra game yep. uh, was one... One that I had played back in the day, but honestly didn't play a lot of because I was very bad at it. And uh, there was there was a little known thing to uh, to fans of Konami games that allowed you to get a bunch of extra lives. And this was called the Konami Code. Isn't no one's that right? ever heard of this. Isn't that right? No one. This is a so, well. Thing. Okay, surely you can't rattle it off surely. off the top of your head. Yeah, surely. Yeah. Nintendo, spit me some some Konami Code. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, or Playing two player, up, up, down, down, left, right, B, A, select, start. I think you screw- you said it differently. I know. I did it on purpose. No, the no, you, you left, right, left, right. Oh. So, so, so it's, it's up, up, right, 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 wait, 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 I got it. I got it. Guys, I got it. For one player, up, up, down, down. You writing this down? No. Left, right. I'm writing this down. Left, right, left, right, B, A, start. For one player. Okay, cool. Second player. Up, up, down, 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 left, right, left, right, left, right. Oh left, my right. god, you guys! Select, select. I'm, I'm sorry. B A select start. Oh my yes, god. that's what it is. We B-A have thirty guys. Start. Okay, moving on. Yeah, right. we, 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 have, we have ninety now guys. At this has point. no oh clue how to we get have extra 90 lives. Guys. If anybody's actually still listening at this point, <laughs> all right. Let's. But let's basically, <laughs> the only way I could ever play this game is to do that code, get thirty guys, and then die a million times until I eventually ran out of guys in stage three. But. That was pretty much my experience. How do you die a million Contra. times with 30 guys? Um, I don't each, know. each death is multiplied I, I by I was five. bad at math. I was just a wee lad. Uh, by, by, by you're, like, you're like, it doesn't matter if I don't understand it because it's reality I'm is how I want it. I'm only a lad. You really didn't mean it. Only a lad. Another Oingo Boingo reference for the episode. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. That, that, was, that was Contra. Um, but I know you, yeah. you oh, were yeah. way I, into this game. Yeah, I was way into this, this game. This, like, um, I, Contra is one of the games I feel like is like very much tied to like your like you know upbringing as like a gamer and stuff. And it felt like yeah. You know, what I think of Contra, yeah. I think of Nintendo. Yeah, totally. I mean, who doesn't think of Nintendo? Right. Everybody. It's got to be someone. I do. Everybody. Some, someone's got to think of me. Um. So yeah, I think when I beat the game, I I used the Konami code, but. I didn't die once in my playthrough. Like this only happened once. I beat the game without dying once. And this was after you'd played it like a bunch of times. About, already. After, okay, because uh, you just presented times. it as right. if it was your first right. time. Because no, like, right. no, <laughs> game, game ain't easy. Game ain't cake. Game ain't game ain't easy. So yeah, so this one time, uh, I actually went through the game without dying. It was and at band camp. It was at band camp. Yep, and yeah, all that, and uh, and then I, after you beat the game, go through the credits. The game just like starts over. But the game is a little bit harder. So I went through that, and I lost only one life. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this game. It was probably on the first You're like, I'm gone. I, I, got, I got this. I'm done. So I've never done anything that impressive or anything. But I will say in that life ever. the original... Yeah, in life ever. <laughs> in life ever. By man. far. But the tough. original Contra does hold a special place in my heart because it was the first video game I ever beat. Pretty cool. 
Which first is one. amazing. It's, yeah, it's not an say, easy first yeah. beat. When people say True. their first video game beaten is usually yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Right. right, right. Actually, mine is another Konami game, if I remember correctly. It was Castlevania. Oh, wow. There you go. So, holy schmuck. So that's holy two, two, two tough games right there. Damn, bro. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, going through Contra, I mean, I don't think I've ever gone through it without losing a life. I might have lost one or two in my heyday. But, uh, man, I would always try to get the uh, the spreader with the rapid attachment. Oh, yes. man, you feel like a god yeah. with, oh, yeah. with those equipped, yeah. man. God tier. through everyone with that you are god It is so satisfying. Yep. Yeah, yeah as that. a kid, like, I wanted to like the flamethrower just because the flamethrower was so cool. But oh, really, yeah. they just shoot out, like, orange donuts. And, 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 and it, it just doesn't go far enough. It, it does, well, it's weird how, in, in this game. It's, it's weird how it does, like, a little circular... Yeah, like a yeah, like loop it's to going loop. like loop to loop. Yeah, as yeah. it's going across the screen, it's like that's so impractical. So that's how fire that moves, Joe. <laughs> that's not even possible. What are you fucking talking about, dude? But I know I, how fire. Haven't you works. even fired? God. I'm, I'm but fired once I got up. over the fact that, like, no, no, okay, the flamethrower does suck. It's all about the spreads. So about the it spreads. is. It, it's so funny. They just made one power up <clears throat> objectively better than every other. Right. But one. what I think that should be said about what. I think one of the things that makes Contra really unique. So the two things that stick out in my mind. Okay, it's a really like solid run and gun game. Good controls, you know. You know that, good that controls, stuff, very yeah. tight controls, very tough game. But it has like military guys fighting soldiers, and it looks like it's just going to be a war game. And even at the end of the first level of the, of the first game, it's just this sort of wall-like base sort of a thing. You're like, okay, yep, war. Right, big just technological And then the second thing. level, you, it, it switches it up, and you go vertically, and you, it's the waterfall stage, it's right? Like, like a three... Uh, the, no, the second stage is a, a 3D-type level. Okay, so you're, that, you're, like, you're like in a tunnel, yeah. yeah. Cool, so that's the other thing that sticks out to me for Contra, is, the, is when they switch off-level types like that. Yeah. So it'll be like a side scrolling, and then it'll be from behind. And then, or in certain later games, it'll be a top down. Will be the alternate. It kind of does whatever. the life force yeah, thing does, of switching does, up the yeah the yeah. The, the top down is uh, super C. They okay, do, they do the top. So down, that's but, really fun. I think yeah. like it. You know, yeah. that's like a contra hallmark thing. Yeah. You know, you switch off levels. You know, like that. But then with level three, when it's the waterfall stage, you get to the top. And it's a freaking monster. Giant alien so, monster. monster. Yeah. It takes so up the whole it's like, screen. holy crap. You know, it, to this day, that boss that at the top of the waterfall is oh, my favorite yeah. Contra thing. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, I've always wanted that on a shirt. And like, that That's is why what I think that, of. When I redid my intro for my YouTube channel, I made sure to include that yep. giant monster. It's such it's an iconic boss. One of the first things you see is that giant monster. Like, yeah. Packing both the, players the waterfall and, boss. Yeah. I know it has an actual name. I, yeah, I, I don't know the name. Anyone out there make a perler beat of this and Oh, it's gonna be huge. I've, Send it I've, our way. No, I've 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 mapped it out. If you want to do the the boss, because it's the entire screen. Oh man! I mean, it's it's oh it's god, ridiculous. we're gonna need a bigger man. ironing board. But that, um, that boss but, is not in the arcade. Oh yeah. So I think that that's really cool. You know, you have the alternating levels, and then you have this thing where it's it's a military looking war type game that goes but sci-fi. they're fighting aliens. Goes sci-fi. Exactly. Yeah. So that became like the big thing. And that's yeah. like you red, aliens. The, the red the red falcon. The red falcon. Yeah, which is such called. a atypical name for an alien organization. The red falcon. It right. sounds like Russia, right? Totally. Or something. Yeah, I'm sure that it was somewhat intentional. To, 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 to be like, a, to be like put, a bait and switch, right? No, put, put a little bit of a, like a little spin on it. Yeah, yeah a little, little Russian. Oh, the Red egg. Falcon, the Red Scare. You know, but but don't like touch you, upon it. And don't you also hear the name Red Falcon before you fully know what they are, right? Like, do, like, do they introduce that term in the intro or anything? 
before not, you know it's aliens. Maybe in the not, instruction booklet. Okay. Yeah. Because that, that would be. But cool I know too. in the Famicom version they do say Red Falcon. Okay. Because that would that would be one thing where you're like Red Falcon. Okay, you immediately think Russia, and then it's like right. no, yeah, it's aliens. But in our, like, in, oh. our, in our version, <laughs> it's not even mentioned. Cool. It's like they right. don't even tell you who what the characters are. Right. Or, it's or just anything. the it's splash just, screen, the title screen. Uh, they'll play a short demo if you sit there for a few seconds, and then. Press start and play. That's it. Yeah, and, like, and, no that, and that's all. one of the cool things on the Contra uh, Anniversary Collection that's out now for pretty much all modern platforms is you can play the Japanese version of Contra and see all that cool stuff right. that we never had, which is really like neat. Probotech there. And yeah, and that's the European version. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> yep. So, the, so for Europe, uh, Contra games were uh, were renamed Probotech there, and the main characters were made into like these you know humanoid robot guys, which are super cool looking. Uh, in order to kind of just be a little bit less graphic or less violent to you know they didn't want to depict you know uh like military soldiers killing each other so they just switched it all to robots alien versus probocop <laughs> alien versus proboder <laughs> better than alien versus prophylactic darn toot right. <laughs> where everywhere so contra one Gotcha one in the bag. In the bag. Uh, before we move on, I just want to go back to the uh, the waterfall boss. Okay, I've I've, I've looked it up, and it's he's, really funny. I knew he had a name. Research. His name is uh, Gromides, and he uh, he has lots of fun alternate names. He's also known as the Jack. Uh, petrified demon statue. Go- Petrified Demon Statue Gromides. He's also known as the Petrified Beast at Entrance or Unidentified Life Form. He's also known as... Uh, oh, no, no, that's it. Yeah, so he's uh, actually in a bunch of games. He's in... Uh, and I didn't know this at all. He's in Contra, Contra Legacy of War, Contra 4, Contra Evolution, Contra 3D, and Contra Return. I don't even know what Contra 3D <clears throat> is. It's all the later ones. Yeah, I hmm. think that. I think he's the... That's his only appearance for, like, the early games. Uh, but it does actually. That's fun, though. They brought him back. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's clearly like uh, uh, I don't know a fan favorite, and they realized it and stuff. Oh yeah, he's awesome. But, he's so anyway, awesome. Oh, yeah. I was just calling the waterfall boss, you know. but Gromides or Gromides, there you go. petrified beast life form. I don't know. <laughs> what was that again? Like, <laughs> Let's see like, how many words do we need? Petrified to name this guy? beast life petrified form. Petrified demon Gromides. statue Gromides. Like I can't even say it properly. Demon like, castle. So Dracula. clunky. All right, continue. Petrified. We'll just give him two first names. He's a petrified beast statue. Let's call him Jim. <laughs> Jack Jim? I call him Jack Jim. Call him Jack Jim. That's his new name. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call him that. It's an encyclopedia. I'm going to call him Gromy. Actually, you have to call him that because it's already been changed in Wikipedia. I've done it. Damn it. It's Jack yeah, it's Jim. Wikipedia. It's I wanted done. to call him Gromy. Nope. Shit. All right. <laughs> well, either way. Hey, Gromy, anyway. don't you, so, don't hey, you know me? Don't you, Gromy? So the, the next game in the series is next your is. personal favorite, is it not? Uh, it most certainly is Cooney. Woohoo! Oh, yeah! Woo-hoo. Tell me about it. It's called Super Contra in the arcade, but on the NES it's called Super C. Super C? Released in 1988. What does the C stand for? Kaka. Super no, Kaka. it's, it's uh, Super S-E-A. It's, it's uh, talking oh, about it's a boat body game. of water. Boat game. It's a Super C. Yeah. It's a Super yeah. C. Yeah. You fight yeah. as an You know, like we have the Great boat? Lakes, and now we have the Super Cs. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So this game is my favorite only because, well... It's good. Better, I think it, they uh, improved on the graphics. Um, the gameplay, I felt, was better. They added... Um, oh, wait. No, they didn't add any new weapons. The, the weapons are pretty much the same, but they changed up the fire gun. So instead of doing that, that awkward... Loop-de-loop donut. loop donut thing as it's going across the screen, it's one burst of fire going across. And when it hits an enemy or any object, it, it disperses into four... Uh, four fireballs 
that's kind of spread okay, out. That, and so it that sounds like other, it's way more useful now. Way more useful. Cool. And later on in life, I discovered that... Fire hurts. That fire hurts. <laughs> and, and, kills and fire does, in fact, move in loop-de-loop fat, fat, exactly. patterns. Yes. Patterns. Um, if you hold down the B button and, and, and uh, let it go... Let it go. Once it hits an enemy or or let an object, it, it spreads into like six instead of four. So I oh. think that's, that's oh, you can neat. see it's like you charge. So, so, it? It's like a charge shot. Huh. But I mean, it looks the same until you hit hit something. Yeah. But I thought that was neat. That's a neat layer. That's really neat. Back when games would have features the you didn't know about. Fire never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Boss Rush. <laughs> yes. So uh, anyway, so Super C is a game I I honestly never played. Oh, I didn't have it, and I didn't even really know about it until way later. For me. It was uh, only the original Contra, and then you know some of the later entries. But I I would love to actually sit down and play through Super C because it's your favorite, and I, I feel like I want to experience this shit. It's awesome, and yeah. I think the music is a million times better. That's another thing about the games in general. The music is really freaking yeah, good, amazing. Especially I mean, the, the in first the eight- one. The first one was awesome too, and very iconic. But for me, the the second one. It was just top notch. It was in really the, good. In the eight and sixteen, there are a lot of notches to be on, but yeah, this one. Yeah, this, this is really the top one. of the notches. And yeah, uh, also, if you do the the Konami code in this one, you only get ten lives instead of thirty. It actually makes you game over. It actually makes you game over. Um, well, the good thing about these Contra games is that you do have an infinite infinity uh, continues. Continues, unlike That's the arcades. Good. Unlike the arcades. Right, because they, they want you to keep putting in quarters. Keep putting but, in quarters, uh, and they, they don't want you to beat the game. That's the right way to do a port from a, from an arcade to a home console, is to make it so that, you know... It's playable, it's, it's doable, yeah, but exactly. still give you that challenge. Right. Because the games are very hard, like I said. like Even with unlimited continues, the, the levels themselves are hard enough to make it a challenge to beat. Right, exactly. That's super cool. And at the title screen for Super C, if you hold down B and A and start, it unlocks the sound test. Oh, which what? I had a blast with. I never knew that. Yeah, it's, oh my it's God. it is awesome. Like I, I would <laughs> like. <laughs> what's cool is that you know, it, it it has the music for each level individually, and then it has all the sound effects. But at the very end of the list, it says uh, uh, medley, which plays the entire soundtrack. Wow! In order, that's crazy. Yeah, so that I is think, like unheard of. Yeah, I don't think I've, I've never ever seen, seen a sound other, test have that. Yeah, never. Any game with the sound test is is. Two thumbs up in my book, but yeah, that's that's right. extra cool. So, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. love it, love this and game. And so we we did mention that Super C has the the secondary levels are like a vertical shooter yeah. where your character yep. is moving, you know, directly up, almost like a plane shooter game, like 1943 or something, or or like Gunsmoke. No, right? No, no, it's it's like behind the back, and they go forward into the that's screen. the first that, that, one. That's the first, that's the first one. one. So yeah. what did you just say? I just the said Super C. So, Super C. So Super C has like Super a vertical C's shooter, top right. down, yeah. top down. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that that's really neat. But too. you can move around. Can it's move not around, just yeah. a vertical. Oh, you yeah. Can okay. And all so it's more like Smash TV. And the only thing, and the only thing is, you can't jump in those levels. Right. All right. So yeah. So that's another neat aspect of it too. Yeah, I love it. Look, my favorite game, favorite go-to game. I can get to. I want to say either stage six or stage seven without You've losing never... life. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Uh, of, course never beaten beaten the, like, of course I've beaten it. Of course I've beaten it. I mean, okay. come on. I thought this is me we're talking about, right? Okay. <laughs> me not. If you weren't Nintendo, like... you'd be Contro. Nin, nin, no, it doesn't work. Joe Controsive. Yeah. Controsive. <laughs> Controsive. That sounds disease-like. Also, Sorry. Super C has your favorite uh, NES box art. Absolutely. We actually have it have hanging it up the in the studio. Because it's that damn cool. I just, my favorite thing about the, the, the Konami 
box art is that I, I know a lot of people don't really care for this, but I, I've always loved the, the lines on the side. That kind of like cuts off the artwork, but I don't know. I think it just gives a character. It is a right. neat character. Just a neat it's style. A, yeah. it's a it's style. A neat it style. fades it into the gray and it looks cool. Right. And that's that was only in America. There's only only here, right. Exactly. So So you can if you want to see the full artwork, you just look at the Japanese book. Look Japanese Do you have a Super C t shirt? I feel like you need that. I don't and I feel like I need You need it. like an all over Super I, C t shirt. I, I need it in my life. You do. Yes, yes. For sure. And all right. So, so, so um for the arcade version, I mean that's called Super Contra. Yes. Yeah. And uh we 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 about to get to that or uh, you can get to it if you want. No, I mean, I didn't really have much to say, but I just wanted to make the, the distinction. Because I've uh, never played yeah, the, I mean, I, I've played the arcade one not very often, so I don't know how it compares mm. to the NES one. I mean, obviously, the graphics are going to be better in the arcade yeah, one. Yeah, the, the stages are shorter, okay. um, just like the, the original. Okay. Um, and they added levels and bosses All right, to yeah. the NES one. Okay, yeah. I, I was just wondering about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't have unlimited continues. The, I've, the how do they board. how do the graphics compare to the original arcade? Because I've honestly never seen the Super C arcade. I think they look identical, to be honest. Really? Slightly, slightly that, identical. That's maybe, a bummer. Maybe, like, maybe, like, maybe, 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 honestly, maybe like, a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe a little more animation, but like. Yeah, I mean, because they came out like a year apart, a year and a half oh, apart, or something well, like that. Okay. So graphically, so they, they look see. identical. Because like the colors in the original arcade, I just think suck. Yeah, like, like they very, don't very look drained even or something. like arcades of the time. Yeah. It's same, same thing with Super C. Like I feel like the colors aren't like very bright or anything. They're, yeah. they're kind of dull. Yeah. And, like even like Ghosts and, and Goblins, you know, looks better. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Contra always seemed like very like a dark, muted kind of. Like, yeah. Like I don't know. It was like 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 you um, was a Nintendo. You said like the colors were, were definitely not vibrant. They didn't pop out at you. Which right. changed a lot like later when they did Contra 4, not to jump too far ahead, but that game has like the most vibrant color scheme ever and it almost looks yeah. weird. It's yeah. like it's too pretty. Well, yeah. I think the NES is perfectly vibrant though. Like, you know, it's there's dark, there's a lot of black, but you know, it's I don't know, there's something about the colors they chose for the arcade. To me it looks like the contrast was way up. So or was was no, I guess low. So, so the, like the, the distinction dark between colors, the colors weren't that. Yeah, different. the dark colors. Like if you're shading a tree and you have three greens to do it in, these greens are like almost the same green. Instead of having like a very dark green and a medium green and a light 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 green, you know, it's like they're they're very close. And uh, I think that was just what stuck out to me for that arcade. And I I would say that it looks like no other arcade game color wise. I don't I never thought that i mean this is just the graphic designer and me talking but yeah, like, yeah. i've never like thought that about anything right. and uh stuff but yeah I've, I've never seen super c super contra in the arcade yeah hmm. pretty crazy well it's it's available on the uh the collection it sure is cooney so that's pretty cool and it's again cool. even even in those ports you don't get unlimited continue so and one little oddball thing, so I was listening to a couple of videos on YouTube, um, you know, gearing up for this episode, and uh, someone was talking about uh, uh, Super Contra in the arcade, and it's probably the same, or maybe, I don't know if it's the same for the um, NES one, I haven't played that one in a while, but apparently the, there are no bottomless pits, or very few. Uh, huh. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I suck at the arcade version, so I've never gotten that far so that, to that, even notice. Yeah, a little, a little nitpicky. Not, not really nitpicky. A little, little bit of yeah, it's like, like they kind of like, wow, of that the... really kind of caught me by surprise. I, yeah, I would think you know, you know, you know being what, contra, you, running, now, gun, jumping, running. Yeah, they would have a lot of bottomless pits. Running, right? jumping, you know, climbing buildings, shooting aliens now, up there. That's where now, it's at. Now, now, <laughs> now I think of it. Now I think of it, and even in the NES part, like you don't see any bottomless pits until like stage four. 
That's and, then, and then it's like stage four. Well, stage four is kind of like stage three in the first one, where it's like it's like you have to like climb up to get to right, the boss. Right, right. You know, but you can ascending. you can like fall to your death if you go right. Like, too if you far. go too far up and you but, go like one pixel below the bottom. Right, right. Even so though if, there's a platform you, two pixels below the bottom. If you count that as uh, no, a no, pit I, death or something. No, but really. I know in the last level there's like pits galore. Oh, okay, all right. Pits galore. So um, yeah, that, that I think was something I, that just, if that's the case, and that's the only time I ever I've ever seen like a or remember right. pits. I feel like okay. a lot of NES games did that, where like the later you got in the game, you would ramp up the amount of bottomless pits because that's just a, a very like easy way to make it a lot harder because it's just unforgiving if you fall down yeah. a pit. That's a life right there. Yeah. So it always felt like the later in a game you are, the more pits there are. Yeah. I don't know. Even with uh, with Contra, there's there's pits like almost. Right away, like I think in the first, in the first level, one. There's pits, oh, yeah, in the first level, right off the bat. So, yes, definitely. Uh, especially when you're trying to get that that if you you miss the first spreader, you get that second spreader because there's like two little pods oh, that come yeah, out. Yep. Issue one has like a laser, I believe, and the other one has a spreader. It's like, all right, I gotta get that other one. Again, it's gonna fall right into a right pit. Into a pit. Yeah. You have to yeah. time you jump perfectly over that over said pit. Yeah, because yep. I know you're gonna go for it. Otherwise, you'll die if you like miss your jump by like a pixel. Are there Brad pits? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere, so you got to jump over the Brad Pitt. Yes, yeah. Because the thing is, you don't want to land on Brad Pitt because he has really expensive lawyers, and you will not come out on top. Exactly, you'll Worth game it. over right away. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> and nobody wants the laser gun because that weapon is freaking terrible. It is the absolute it worst. The, it has the lowest rate of fire, which is all that really matters slow. in these games. It's it's like as slow as the fire weapon, and. What sucks is that you can't use rapid fire with the the laser gun. Does because it pierce enemies though? Is that it the does deal? pierce enemies? Does okay. it pierce Brosnan? It does. I actually yes. tested that. Yes, because we have Brad Pitt, so I'm wondering if Pierce Brosnan is also in this. Yes, and he kicks ass. Okay, so the, not so much in this game, but gotcha. I think I, so. I feel Bray. piercing Brosnan will is much a much greater chance of getting a lawsuit. Much more grievous of an error. <laughs> I think so, Brain. But why would anyone want to pierce Brosnan? <laughs> Have you seen him? He's, he's quite <laughs> So what sucks about about the laser weapon is that you can't use rapid fire because if you're if you're hitting the, the B button like really fast, you don't shoot out multiple lasers. It shoots out a little bit and then stops. Right. And then so it it does, act, you can't it, shoot it again until the laser like, clears It kind of acts like screen. a melee weapon almost. So if, so if there's an enemy that's like two pixels away from you, they're fucking toast. They're fucking toast. <laughs> that's it. That's it's it. a toast gun. <laughs> so t- right? You might as well hold out your fist. Yeah. Be like... Just run forward. <laughs> Just run forward. <laughs> Laser fist. <laughs> Sounds like a cheesy '80s like thrash metal band name. Yeah, they probably exist. We don't need to explore it. more oh opportunities. God, I, lo- I love that fist. name, Laser Fist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Screw Bimmy Lee and the Sunday Sweats. Now we got to be Laser Fist. We have a new Laser real fake band name. Yes. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, I was gonna. There's no way that doesn't exist already, but I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, check it out. I'm curious to know now. While he's doing the research. While he's doing the research. Moving on. Operation C for the Game Boy, which came out in 1991. I know uh, you guys haven't played it. I played it briefly on the Anniversary Collection, and the game is pretty cool. Um, it it kind of like combines uh, uh, the first two games with Super C and Contra, and they add like, some new levels, and they introduced the homing gun. Oh, wow. Up. That was the game that introduced them? Yeah. So, huh. so that was my Because appear, it appears later. Yeah, it appears later. Like, immediately and, later. And the next game they're going to talk about, because right. I'm not going to get too much into Operation C. Right. Um, 
which is Contra 3, The Alien Wars. Oh, yes. Yes. This, this is, is my a, favorite Contra. Yeah, this is, it's this, so this is good. a good one. It came out for the boom, SNES boom, 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 Game boom, Boy, boom, which I did not know about, and the Game Boy Advance, which I did have, but it's not as good as the Super Nintendo version. I don't even remember the Game Boy Advance port. Wow. Yeah, I used to have it. It was called EX. I think it was huh. uh, Alien Wars EX. Yeah, it was uh, port, 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 port. Wow. So, yeah, yeah that, that, that game. Fog rot all about it. It's so tough. And, <laughs> and I, just, I just want to step oh, back like 30 seconds. Okay, for a bit. okay. I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of people with the, you know, the name Laserfist with a Z or an S. But there's one in particular I just want to point out. Jeff Laserfist, musician in Cleveland, Georgia. Bandmix.com. That, that's all. That's, I just love the fact that some Jeff it Laserfist. exists. <laughs> I bet that's a family name. That's that's for that's legit. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we're from uh, Croatia. Yeah, that we're from the uh, Croatian laser fists. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what it could maybe I mean it looks like it says laser fist, but maybe that's a capital I. <laughs> Jeff Eiser fist. Kaiser Kaiser fist? No, I, I don't know. Kaiser. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> Kaiser fist is good too. Actually, Kaiser fist. Yeah. <laughs> Or riser, riser fist. Bill riser fist. Bill riser fist. How about bean fist? <laughs> how about, how about Michael Bean? Michael Bean fist. So we have Michael Bean, we have Pierce Brosnan, and, and Brad Pitt. this is a good series. This is a really this is good excellent. series. Yeah. yeah, this is a star-studded right, okay. cast. All right, yeah. so so uh, we're gonna get Contra, so Contra three, three. Alien Wars. Contra three, the Alien Wars. Yes, and Jeff Laser fist. And Jeff and Laser, Jeff Laser <laughs> are there, Now, are there any beans in this particular entry of the Contra series? Actually, no. How many beans no. do we have? We zero. Have, we have zero beans. None. Oh, none none bean. We have zero beans and zero risers in this they one. They spilled the beans. Yep. Oh, that's the problem. All into that's, the bottom that's, of that's the problem with beans. C. They're so easy to spill. So, so who are the main characters in this one? Uh, do we have the Guy 1 it? and Guy 2. <laughs> guy 1 and Guy 2. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jimbo and Sully. That's so weird. I never knew that. Like they don't, they don't say, say it like in they the don't intro. They don't, they don't say the names in the intro. Right? I, I, in I got the impression they were the same guys throughout the entire series. Right, yeah, why yeah, wouldn't I it be? So too, because it doesn't the, need to be like different macho commandos. Right, whatever. Plus the, the color schemes, too. You have your blue character and your red character. Blue guy, red guy. Yeah, come on, Konami. What, are you going to change your main characters? Well, you can cast Vanya. No, all right, bad example. <laughs> yeah, and the blue guy's always blonde. The red guy's always got dark hair. Right. Come on. Right. I mean, come on. So, yeah. So this is... They both look like Michael Bean. Both look like Michael Bean. Yeah. Awesome. No, they both look like Schwarzenegger. So this was the first entry into the 16-bit era, um, and what I love about this game is that they introduced the the bombing mechanic, where you start off with like with two bombs, which eliminates this all the enemies nice on the screen. Nice big screen wipe. Yep, and uh, and you can use both weapons at the same time. You collect two different weapons, whatever weapons you want, and you you hold down the left and right buttons, and they they kind of like they, they they turn to the screen. They show up. They hold their guns akimbo. Yeah, they they show up their, their guns and it looks like they have boobs, but they really don't. But they well, really I mean, they have moves. They have moves. They have <laughs> boobs of the man variety. <laughs> they have boobs, and, uh, and they just hit hit the attack button and they they jump up and they shoot both both weapons. Yep. At the same time, which, which is I, great for getting enemies if they're like all surrounding you and you're out of bombs. But also, you can just hit like one of the buttons to switch between one of the yes. other. So yep. if you have spread shot, but you don't want to use it at this point, you can just switch to your normal gun. Normal so gun. add a little more strategy, which right. is really cool. Right. And plus, if you die, you don't lose both weapons. You right. only lose the one that you currently have equipped. Yep. And that's a feature I think they held on to in some of the later games, too. <laughs> oh! 
And this uh, this game also has a really iconic boss for me, the level one boss, which is the giant turtle. So Alien iconic. Is yeah. easily one of my favorite Also yeah. a reoccurring bad guy. Oh, really? He, he appears in Contra Shattered Soldier at least, and, and maybe oh, that's right. Yeah, in the first level. Oh, yeah, awesome. Think. But big, grotesque mutant turtles. So, yeah. so cool. So cool. With, with, an, with an added attack, he, he uh, when you defeat the the front half oh. he turns around and it turns like his really gross looking baby ba- baby face yeah or that's whatever. that's in the shattered soldier one on the ps2 yeah yep. yeah because they're uh, like you know this boss right nope you don't we yeah. like putting human faces in weird things everything sometimes. that was the, that was the thing really with, like with shattered that. soldiers like they like baby, to add faces baby faces on everything even on sharks baby, mm-hmm. face. baby face shark because creepy patsy it's for so, you anyways <laughs> patsy this is for you anyways another thing that that was really iconic thing when i first played uh, Contra Three. It was getting getting to that turtle boss, but one. But the way how the 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 boss music started, it was like really eerie. And it's like you're like, oh shit's gonna go, it's gonna go down. And then as soon as that turtle boss just jumps right out of the wall, like bum, bum, dun, 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 the music just fucking kicks in, and it's so such a, such a tense battle. It's just ah so good. It gets, it gets that adrenaline it, it, feeling. Yeah, it, it makes my nipples hard. <clears throat> it does. It does. It does. They're, they're like, uh, they become like little transistor radio dishes, and you can send messages back to Earth just like David Bowie. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Also want to mention that that, that turtle Bowie. boss uh, looks, looks quite a bit. Always reminded me of uh, Morla, the ancient one from Neverending Story, the giant turtle that oh, yeah. Atreyu goes to see, and, and who says, I'm allergic to you. And it just sneezes him off to the tree, and it's just great. And it's like, that's 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 Morla. That's like Morla's evil twin from Planet X. I don't know. That's the Morla of the story. Right. Yeah. There you go. Right. So uh, with this game, they, they brought back that homing weapon, the homing, the homing gun. You yeah, we should just call it a homie gun. Yeah, the homie, homie, gun. homie gun. Sure, yeah. why not? Homie gun. Sure. So you have your spreads, you have machine guns, you have your rapid your homie fire. Gun. Homie you got gun. your laser fist. Laser fist. I don't you hold the fire. Brigade. No, no, the, the fire. You got your soup. I feel like the, the fire weapon in this game is soup. Is the best weapon? It's the best weapon. Just eat your soup. The fire weapon is probably the best in the entire series. I, I don't feel. remember using it's it because just, I would just get spread and be like, it's, okay, it's basically a flamethrower. It's a flamethrower. Okay, that's, and it's that's so awesome. freaking useful. That's what you want. That's what you want. Exactly. That's what I was looking for. Right, like a big old freaking pillar of fire. You just sweep around. Yeah, so good. So good, bomb ass. So many what? So many enemies, bosses. The music is uh, really you know, freaking good. It's amazing. And uh, and also funny thing is they brought in bosses from the Super C arcade over to uh to Contra, to Contra 3, Three because oh, wow. because they weren't in oh, Super wow. C, so they brought them over to the to Contra Three. They were waiting in the wings this whole time. This whole time. The other cool thing they did is the uh, alternate level style used the Super Nintendo's patented Mode Seven. Yes. For uh, another... Which those levels sucked. They did suck. They and, were fucking uh, terrible. They were like uh, top-down, you know, exploring like these decrepit streets and you'd have to avoid mines and pits and shit like that and go around and just destroy all like the all enemy these spawn points yeah, the, the, or The whole point is like, yeah, find all these turrets and destroy them all and then you get to the boss. Yeah. You just get teleports to the boss. And uh, you'd use the L and R buttons on the top to like rotate, to the, rotate. the camera. Yeah. And they, they, they were... Clunky. They were, they were clearly they're, trying to do something but clunky, different, But though. Nintendo had a mandate, no, you have to have a Mode 7 part. Right, exactly. Uh, do we really... We will murder your children. Right. Uh, like, still... Uh, yeah. Might not be worth it. It's really not good for the game. Right. Use it, Mode it, 7, you know, damn it's, it. it's just one of those things like, yeah, we can do it, but should we? Right. 
Yeah. It, like, it's, I think they shouldn't have because yeah. is I just it cool it really looking? Kinda. kinda. Is it fun is, playing? No. Not really. Not at all. So, but so yeah. Whatever. Again, you can't you can't jump in uh, like in the, in, in like the in Super C. You can't right. jump in no those jumping. levels. No farm. Um, and when you use both weapons at the same time, he just like no. You can farm. Oh, you can, you can farm. You can farm. Yeah, there's you can yeah, farm. Yeah, okay. no jump. Okay, you can, please you can resume farm. farming. You, you can farm for lives, which we'll get to later on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so there he is. Um, it's my Palpatine laugh. I yeah. knew it was. It sounded like the dude from like Rolling Thunder. <laughs> no, it sounds like the guy from My House of the Dead. Suffer eh. like you like, like, eh. Oh, eh. Goldman. Goldman. <laughs> Golden. It is I. Yes. The, the worst, worst voice acting. <clears throat> I mean, you can see me, but I was like moving my mouth, but like not really saying anything in between the. I mean, laughs. it was it was awesome. Yeah, there's at least out. like six. Because that's how it was. That's how it was in the arcade. The guy's moving his mouth, and mm-hmm. his laugh is like, There's at least twenty opening clothes of the mouth. <laughs> and if you want to know what the hell we're talking about, just just look up on YouTube. I'm sure somebody has the cinematics to House of the Dead. Yes, watch the whole thing. It's great. That's what we're talking about. It's so bad. It's. It's bad. so bad. It's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's still bad. bad. <laughs> it comes. It's so bad. It's good, and then it goes right around to being bad again. Yep. Right, full exactly. 360. Yeah. You like appreciate like five no like, Okay, I had enough. Good game though. Good but, game. Um, GG. Where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So yeah. so in those top down levels, when you use both weapons, he just kind of like spins around, which I think is more useful than jumping in like shooting. Like, yeah. Really, but, yep. But with with this, it's like continue. You can do it like continuous. It's the whole sound of want. music thing, except with guns. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yes. The streets are alive with the sound yes. of riser. With a mode of seven. So, so many, many, many moons ago, back when uh, Boss Rush Mo and I were wee little lads, we, uh, we, we decided to you know tackle this game on the hardest level possible. That's right. That's right. So I think I think we did it on easy, and then we played through on easy, normal, and then we're like, fuck it, let's try. it. Try yeah. on the, the hardest level possible. Yep. So so we did it, and um, I don't think we did. We do the Konami code. I don't even remember I, if we did. Does the Konami code even work in that game? I think so. I think it does. I think it does. I could be wrong. Yeah. But um, but it anyways, we got something. we got pretty far. We actually we got to the very last level. Right. And then we're we're like on our last guys. We're like <laughs> you know what we're at, we're at this perfect spot. Yep. Where enemies would just come out. From like both sides, right? Because enemies will just continually just come up from the sides of the screen, even if you're standing still on the same screen. You don't have to move the screen in order to trigger like a, a spawn point. Right, they will just keep coming. Right. So, so we're like, okay, we're gonna be farming here for a long fucking time. <laughs> Let's go to the mall. Right. Okay. Yeah, so we just set up, <laughs> set up a couple of controls where we have like, um, we like just put Today. something heavy on a button, like a like an auto fire button on like a NES adva- uh, SNES advantage or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so the character would just just continually fired to one side of the screen but the enemy would always just like fall into the into same, the line, same line spot. of fire yeah. so you just continually continuously get a po- get points for each one that just comes out and falls to his death right and so like uh, one was facing one way the other was facing the other way so the, either side of the screen enemies would come down and just jump into the, like the line of fire die we get points and then after so many points you would accumulate another life right. I mean I don't remember how many points it was I don't know if it was any like 
maybe 25,000, however Whatever it, it is, yeah. But we're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just go out for, well, we're out for like, I don't know, probably like a couple hours A couple or hours, yeah. Then we came back, oh, yeah, we've got like, you know, 20 something 20 lives, lives yeah. Like, oh, we're all set. Yeah, we're, we're, we're good. We're ready to go. We're good. We're good until we get to the last boss. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, because uh, the very last boss has, last has an life. extra form that's only in hard mode that neither one of us saw coming. And we're like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah, we're, we're, we're like, oh, we're fucked. So we it's like fucked. that big brain in like this metallic like casing with tentacle arms like yeah. climbing. You're, you're trying to escape on this helicopter the whole time so you're hanging on to this helicopter shooting down shooting down and making sure chasing you going upward and it's right like, right and plus you're making sure you're not hitting jump right otherwise you'll just like drop because you just drop dead. down to your death it's like oh yeah every time you die which is basically every like 2.7 seconds hit the bomb button so you don't get it so you don't so, like, so lose waste it, it yeah because if you die if you still have one in your inventory it's, it's just gone it's wasted yeah so it's like oh my god and if i remember correctly i actually lost all my lives and you had like one one life, one life left yeah, yeah. And you beat the you know you you made the kill just like, barely oh just god. barely beat him like we did it all those hours at the mall was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> all that grinding at orange julius <laughs> i mean today uh, you get in trouble if you you grind at the mall yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's can, frowned upon. You, yeah, yeah, it's a crisp yeah, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, from from malls everywhere. Yeah, especially if we bring a bring a camera <clears throat> and capture all of it. And but back then, back then it was a different story. Different you know, story. These were different different times. Yeah, good Man, times. Good times. Those, those were good times good indeed. Good times indeed. And then the next game that came out after that, actually, it was the same year, was uh, Contra Force. For the more like uh, Contra NES. Farce, more like Contra Farce. I really hate this game so much. Um, there are aspects of it that I like. I mean, I think the music is pretty good. I mean, not the best in the series, but um, I like the fact that you can hit the cartridge with a hammer. That's probably the best thing about this game. Yeah, that was the best feature. Um, they I mean, programmed. yeah, you can say that about pretty much any cartridge game, but this one in particular, this one I mean, in particular, it really yeah. gives they, you that. That mm, they ah. also gave you reasons to want to do that, right? Like a lot of con- you know, so a lot many. of games, you don't yeah. even need to do that. But right. this one, they're like encouraging it, right? So one of the things I, the main thing I hate about this game is the slowdown is terrible, freaking terrible. Like the entire game runs so goddamn slow, and I don't even know why. It's just clearly it just they just really like slow. slapped it together. Clearly, because it wasn't. It wasn't it, supposed to be a country. It wasn't it was, supposed it was to be a, a country. It was a totally different name uh, overseas, and and they're like, oh well. Yeah, the game was totally not contra. It was totally not contra at all, and they're like, oh well, we don't want to. You no, know, put a game that has you know killing terrorists in, in its game over in America. So we'll just call it Contra Force because you no know, Contra is popular, right? We'll we'll sell if you put the name Contra on it. It was originally going to be released in Japan as Arc Hound, uh, yes. with no no connection to the Contra series, but it was eventually canceled. So the game only came out in America as like a last ditch, like let's just thought, call it I a Contra it game. Released. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it came out. In, <clears throat> okay, it says that's, it wasn't. That's interesting actually yeah interesting so the characters in this game is so clever um beans burns iron and smith i'm glad there's beans in this one beans is in this beans and burns are probably pretty good friends probably they're probably best friends or maybe they hate each other because they're they're just too similar they they clash maybe you know maybe they're like yang and yang they're like thunder and 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 loud stuff Thunder and <laughs> like Uncle Buck's car. Yes, like Uncle Buck's car. Yes, yes. yes. I was thinking like yep. dumpsters. Like when a when a trash truck picks up a dumpster, you know, you, like, you're, you're sometimes like, was that thunder? Yeah, they're like similar polarities of a magnet. <laughs> exactly, similar, not the same. 
So there, there are things that I do like about this game. Well, obviously, you know, I mentioned that the music was pretty good, but not the best in the series. Um, I do love the fact that you can choose between four these four characters at any time. Which and is, and which each is, like and, right now, I'm not even playing like, the game. Like, can I like choose right, right now? now, like like right now. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm choosing none of them. If you do it in your uh, head, yeah, you're I'm, doing I'm still it. not choosing. Okay, so don't choose. I'm totally gonna be beans. <laughs> So what's cool about these characters is that each one is unique. So it's not like you're getting, you know, a Bill Riser or a Lance Bean who Which are practically the same. Color it's a color, yeah. it's a Blue pants, swap. red pants. Right, exactly. Who has so the e- pants? So each character is unique. Uh, they're unique uh, in the fact that they have, like, different weaponry. They're, they specialize in different things. Like, one's bazookas, one's landmines, one is uh, heavy machinery. Another one is something else. I do I not want to be the landmine character. My goodness. I'm just saying. I don't know if that's, that's what he do. do. He, he, he do like, he's like he runs to the middle of the screen. He, pl- he, he like takes pl- ten minutes, plants one. Or maybe he... maybe it's explosives. Like maybe maybe that's <laughs> C4? something. C four, C four, yeah, explosives. I mean, he has. Like a I mean, he weapon, sees but... all of them. Not <laughs> just not just four. not just four of them. He sees four characters. Well, yeah. as soon as he sees four, then the game starts to slow down, right? If there's more it's than super C four, super C four. Yeah. Oh my god, super <clears throat> contra force. Mm-hmm. So bad. It's the next game coming out. So bad. C four. It's bad. Don't. Don't don't play this one. Don't so, this um, one. if this one sucks, are we going to talk about the Genesis one? Oh, that's we next. are because that's a good one. That's up next. That's up next right now, actually. Oh my goodness! Right, right this very second, Contra Hardcore, which was released on the Mega Drive slash Genesis in 1994. Hardcore, hardcore, or Hardcorps, whatever. No, it's core. Boat. It's core. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't pronounce the P. Yeah, it's, it's sorry. It's silent. It is silent. It's a silent yes. P.S. Silence. Silent. P.S. Silent like me at a funeral home. Try to keep that shit quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Plus, it, you know, that's the clever joke. They're saying hardcore. Right. It's hardcore. Anyway. Anywho. So with this game, this, is, this game is really good. I, I honestly, it's going to sound shocking to everyone, but I prefer this one over Contra 3. For the simple facts... Facts. Facts. F-A-S. That, that you can choose between four different characters at the start of the game, and each one is unique with their own different weapons. I mean, you can be a freaking werewolf. I mean, a bionic werewolf bionic man with, with werewolf, sunglasses. With sunglasses and has a machine gun for an arm. So that's badass so right cool. there. Um, the music is awesome. Uh, it really pushed the system to its limits. Like, like they have like their own type of Mode 7 effect going on throughout the game, and it's really good. Um, I love the fact that... that um, the game has multiple endings. Like you can like take different paths, and depending on which path you choose, you get a different ending. Yep, there's a so, few levels that have you know alternate bosses, and one level in particular, if you fight you know in like the secret arena, it just immediately ends the game. It immediately ends the game. Like yeah, it charges like, you back in time and right. to the prehistoric times, and mm-hmm. that's it. That's, yeah, that's it, it, right it really is a very cool game. Now, really. now what I've heard now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I guess along the lines between like the beginning of the you know the country series and but would become Contra Hardcore. They had um, some of the game designers or people who worked on previous Contra games that left the company, and they went on to make Gunstar Heroes. Oh, okay. And that, you know, you know, being a good a game as that is, Konami was like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do this! Just to kind of, you know, show, hey, you know what? We're, we're not done with this shit yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is so good. I mean, you have... Um, one of my favorite levels is uh, the, the motorcycle level. It's not, it's not really like a motorcycle. It's like a hover bike type thing. Yep. And it eventually turns it uh, Later on in the level, it, it uh, legs kind of come out, and you're kind of like... It turns into like a bird or type 
vehicle yeah. or whatever. It's really, really cool. I like that. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stage gimmicks. Like they, they sure. made all these neat set pieces. There's the one where you're on the highway and the giant robot guy is like running after you. Yeah. You know, he's like running toward the screen, but you're just going, you know, you're moving left to right just as you're moving uh, along the highway. It's just like really neat perspective. Yeah. It's, they did it's a lot really of cool neat. stuff. And plus there's an actual story behind it throughout the whole game. There's like cutscenes. There's cutscenes and everything. So I think as with, with Contra Three, as awesome as that game is, there's no story whatsoever. You're just shooting aliens and can I can I just say like the werewolf with sunglasses? Uh, Fangs, Fang something. Uh, no, according it's... to the internet, his name is Brad Fang. Brad Fang. Yeah. Brad Fang. Brad yeah. Fang. He's what like, yeah. so this character is the funniest goddamn most 90s character ever. He's a fucking werewolf with cyborg arms, one of which is a gun, and he's wearing sunglasses and jeans. <laughs> yep. He's just couldn't be more extreme. You couldn't be couldn't more, be more Brad. 90s. Could, could be more Brad. <laughs> so and his name's Brad. So for all of you who haven't experienced a hardcore side of contra i recommend you checking out uh the game just for brad fang that's what just plays brad fang. he's bradical yeah he's, he's so he is he's bradical brad fang yeah. <laughs> T- he's totally, tv's bradical brad yeah fang. He's, tv's totally bradical yeah he's <laughs> awesome yeah anyway yeah cool came out came out three years after uh, contra three yeah pretty crazy that, that very, is very crazy it's, it's like i always associate those games as being neck and neck with each other but that was a long time was, yeah after each other, three yeah. three years is a long time for games it is Seriously, like, and these these characters play like different too, right? They were like Contra Force. They play, yeah, different. They, they play differently. E- each one has their own uh, weaponry. Yeah, so that uh, I mean, that's that's awesome. And the, the yeah. little robot guy is like way has a way smaller hitbox. So like, if you uh, Brownie, yeah, Brownie, Brownie, which is fucking terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, ter- <laughs> it's terrible. A terrible name. I mean, terrible Brad Fang is awesome, but Brownie, get Brownie? out of town. Uh, Why is he a Brownie? He's not even brown or anything. I mean, I he has nothing to you do know, with you can take that name and get right out of up down up up down downtown. Okay, just down, down, get down, right down. out. Get right. out. Yeah, yeah uh, that's cool. Yeah, so, yeah, these games are awesome, except for Country Force. Don't play that one. It's not worth the price tag that's currently at right now. Which is what? Which is like $1. Over, which is over $300, complete in box, I think. Is it a? Uh, is it like one of the more valuable ones? Yeah, it is. It's. Um, I think it's, mm, it's, a, it's definitely a r- rare game. Um, Actually, I, I kind of came I out almost kinda, at the end of the NES. Yeah, at the life, end. Of, right? Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish I did buy it. Just if I had known back then, what right. I know now. It's it's always it's always the the games that come out at the end of a console's sure. life that end up being worth so much money because they don't get that many you know prints. They don't they don't yeah. sell them for that many years. So right. you know there may be only a, a few thousand that ever you know got printed or whatever. Right. Yeah, Despite so if, you, it if you're a completionist good. and you don't have this one in your in your uh, itinerary in your arsenal, then uh, you're gonna have to shell out a pretty yeah, penny to get it. Yeah, pony up a pretty penny for a piss poor game. Yeah, I don't recommend it, but no, that's just me. You well, do you. Yeah, you guys do you. Yeah, it says um, <clears throat> according to PriceCharting.com, it it looks like the most valuable at um, oh oh. I guess Contra Three. There's a version of Contra Three that's worth like 130 bucks. Says the not for resale version, so I don't know who would have gotten it. Must that have been either. a pack. Yeah, uh, the normal one's maybe. only thirty bucks, but yeah, Contra Force seems to be uh, like about eighty-five bucks. Oh, Contra so, Force. Contra Force. Complete in box though. Yeah, um, in box. Oh, it doesn't say here. Probably we more. We could. So, be safe I know to say. it's like super. It's expensive money. It's in a box. Lot. You don't want to buy it though. Anyway, just saying. Yeah. Anyway, Interesting. Yeah. 
found it. Found it. Uh, complete uh, is way more. That was the loose price. Wow, complete in box is two hundred eighty-two. Yeah, I was close. Yep, so three hundred pretty much. That was, yeah, was pretty close. Pretty much reset. It's on sale. Huzzah! Eighteen dollars off. Okay, yes. so that that does it for like the classic lineup. The of classic Contra, lineup, yeah. Right? I mean, I did, don't want to get into the PlayStation ones because they're terrible. Well, so I've heard. I've never actually played them, so well, I don't want to talk about the, them. The the thing that I think would be worth talking about is since um since you know this episode is going to be coming out around the time of uh, the new Contra game coming out. Rogue Core. Uh, Contra Rogue Core, which is coming out on Windows, Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Uh, that game, for people who have seen the trailers, uh, looks nothing like these original games. It's not a side-scroller at all. It actually is more of like an isometric twin-stick shooter where you're kind of like 3D moving around in all, you know, all directions uh there is still some jumping mechanics you can still roll to avoid enemies but it doesn't really feel like classic contra except for maybe some of those like side levels that appeared in uh, right. in like contra 3 or whatever yeah um but the one thing that is interesting to note is uh of those those games that came out after contra hardcore for the sega genesis there was there was quite a few that were on playstation and playstation 2 but two of them in particular were very similar to this new style. One of them was Contra Legacy of War for the PlayStation and Saturn, which it's came out in 96. A- asymmetrical. Yeah, and it's all, it's, it's all like that overhead look. It's like 3D worlds, but the, the characters are sprites. And it's a, it's a very similar style of like Smash TV overhead kind of looking game. And uh, it was not well received. People did not enjoy that game. Uh, and it would not be until eight years later that they tried to do that style again with uh, Neo Contra, Contra yeah. yeah, for the PlayStation 2 in 2004. And uh, both of those games, I, at the time, had read really bad reviews of, so I had never played them. Yeah, that, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's very surprising that the new Contra would go in a direction similar to two of the critical failures of their series. Um, but again, listening to interviews from the new, uh, you know, from E3 and stuff like that, this new one, they clearly have a lot of confidence in and feel like it's going to breathe new life into the franchise. I don't know exactly where they're going with it. Cause it just, yeah. it seems like they're going down the wrong pathway here. Right. Yeah. Um, but they definitely are trying to build a game that has callbacks to things like like uh, contra hardcore with four different playable characters they they all not have, very good characters but right not cool characters <laughs> um but different characters uh with you know unique special moves unique abilities and this game they're clearly going to dive deeper into like character customization like right. you're you're able to seek out like hidden uh upgrade shops throughout levels and you can customize your character to which give they them... kind of uh, touched upon in uh uh, hardcore uprising in hardcore uprising where yeah can, where it's you know not the one hit death but you can like build up your stamina build up you know your weaponry your arsenal and stuff like that yep so yeah. so for those who don't know hardcore uprising not to be confused with contra hardcore uh, or, hard- or rogue core right or rogue core all the cores yeah so hardcore uprising was a, a contra game for the playstation 3 and xbox 360 and uh, it had like an anime style graphic to it and if you didn't know you wouldn't even realize it was a contra game until you played it right uh and it had uh it was developed by the people who made guilty gear in blaze blue uh some of like the you know really popular anime style fighting games so it had this very unique look to it totally different from what we've seen from konami um 
and uh, that company's Arc System Works. And this game had an upgrade system, and and you would be able to every time you played, you know, a run of the game, you would earn currency, and you could buy more health, better weapons, things like that. That would permanently change your character, which was a really cool concept. But it meant that you would end up playing the first couple levels a billion times in order to get those upgrades. So you right. kind of wore thin. But it looks like Contra Rogue Core is trying to do a similar thing, where you have permanent upgrades for characters. You have the ability to, you know dump some kind of resource into various you know guns that you have and stuff so all those mechanics sound cool but it doesn't change the fact that the game itself doesn't look that great and it it feels like it's going for a style of contra that no one else really like it didn't resonate with that many people so obviously the game's not out quite yet or it'll be out today as of the time you're hearing this um but we'll hopefully be able to all give the game a fair shot and be able to talk about it, you know, once we've been able to play it. But as of right now, it seems weird. It seems like not yeah. what people want. So yeah. we'll see it's what happens. I mean, when that. I first heard about it, that they're making a new country game, I was fucking excited. Super like, oh, Finally. I saw the thumbnail and I was like, oh shit. Sweet. Finally, a new country game. Been waiting so freaking long for this. And then you see the trailer and it's like, nope. Right. Because Hardcore Uprising was 2011. So that's eight years. Yeah, between the last game and this one, so that's that's insane. That's nuts. That's really crazy. And so a quick shout out going back to Hardcore Uprising. Uh, one of the characters I don't recall if it was someone you unlocked or it was like DLC. I, I actually pay for, but his name is Harley Daniels, and he's rocking this the most ridiculous pompadour I've ever seen on a freaking well, on anything really. Uh, he's got this, you know. I mean, he looks cool otherwise. He's just you know, but he's got shades. He's got the, you know, he's blonde, but that that pompadour is like it's almost like he's got a gun for a head. It's just kind of bizarre looking. Like an interesting choice, but hey, whatever. I mean, it's 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 cartoony, so whatever they did. Right. I guess they just yeah, yeah, he's just, they're just going for it. Yeah, marvelous plumage. Marvelous. Yes. It is funny though that the uh, clearly, if it's Contra, and it says Core in the title, you're allowed to have a little bit of a sense of humor, right? It t- doesn't take yeah. itself seriously. It has it's these different characters that are goofy. And yeah, like the new game Going has back a to panda Brad bear. Fang. Yeah, Brad Fang. Like you got Werewolf Man. You got a panda bear guy in the new one called Hungry Beast. Like, And you got a girl who's goofy. like a Krang. Yeah, she has like an right. alien in her basically gut. Basically just has Krang in her stomach. And she stomach. pulls a sword out of her stomach. She's named Miss Harakiri. Like and, they clearly and says, are not says, trying to be It says sure. in the trailer that she <sighs> and the alien bonded in the quote alien wars. So they're trying like yeah, to, so trying to tie, tie to harken back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which the, is fun. But they yeah. basically have said that the game takes place immediately after Contra Three, which is neat to say, but you know who knows exactly how yeah. much that means anything. But the guy uh, Nobuya Nakazato is uh, one of the original designers and producers who worked on. All, you know, Contra games right. all the way up to Contra Hardcore. And so now he's actually part of the development team of the new Rogue Core, which really is one of the biggest reasons why I have any faith in it because True. he's a guy who's seen the series through a lot right. of their best titles. He, he was there pretty much, you know, when the getting was yep. good. And he he actually also worked on Symphony of the Night and um, uh, some other Konami games. So he's he's been around for some of the best years of Konami. Right. So hopefully he's onto something. Yeah. It just is not immediately apparent from the trailer. Right. 
Because I'll, I'll be honest, I saw the trailer and I was like, wow, this looks terrible. Yeah. But I yeah. want to hold off judgment until I actually play it. Exactly, yeah. I don't want to judge a book by its cover. Right. Because the sure. cover looks like trash. Exactly. It it really yeah, does. they say, don't judge a book by, by its cover. But yeah, but sometimes when a cover says Dracula, the book's about Dracula. Right. <laughs> you know, so sometimes you can. Yeah. Right. But we'll don't, see. don't judge a game but by its gonna, trailer. Not going to judge right. it yet. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah, and to be fair, it's not really judging it by its cover. It's judging it by a trailer, which is a lot which more a than lot just a cover. Right? And you do make snap judgments with covers, too. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not yeah. supposed to, you do it anyway. It's right. just how marketing works. But, yeah, I think it's fair to have criticisms on a trailer. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I mean, you get to see mm-hmm. a lot of it, but it's it's not until you get to play it that you realize, is any of this actually fun? Right. We'll see. Right. I, I guess the main thing that, that bums me out is that it's a top-down. So it looks totally. more like, it just reminds me of, like, Loaded. And reloaded for the yeah, PS One. I thought that oh, too. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, yeah. obviously like Smash TV or whatever. Like, but you know, they're bigger characters. It just kind of reminds me of that. Or like, anybody remember Cannon Spike? Yeah, yeah, Cannon Spike on the Dreamcast. That was a hell of a game. Very similar too. But um, I, one thing I think they probably were thinking is that they wanted this to be up to four players co-op, and that's tough to do with side scrolling. So yeah, like yeah, that might yeah. have been a reason why they went in this direction. I right. agree, it's not it's not the direction I wanted, but. To have a four-player co-op game, side-scroller, like any of the Mario games you play where it's like even two players, it just gets crowded. There's nothing really yeah. for players three and four to do. Like you're right. just kind of all going. Yeah, you're so, just playing together for the sake of playing together. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. You guys remember uh, Wolf, of the, Wolf of the Battlefield Commando 3? I don't. No. <laughs> it's uh, for the PS3. This was probably back in 2008 or something. It was an okay game, but it was... Obviously, the third in the line of Commando games. I think the second one was technically Bionic Commando. For, for you know, whatever. It's weird. But uh, this was like the, the, the third numbered Commando game. And it was a twin stick shooter, you know, top down. And like I said, it was okay, but it wasn't fantastic. It had like, I think, three characters you could choose from, which was neat. And I don't remember if any of them, if it, if it was all just aesthetic or if they each had like, like particular attributes that were advantageous to the other ones or disadvantageous or whatever. I it's been a long time since I've played and like I said I played it and it was okay but it wasn't anything to write home about. But the right. the style of game like this is it's almost like okay it might be slightly better than that, I hope. <laughs> right. Right. Hopefully. All right, so we're good? Yeah, I'd say so. Are we good? Yeah, we're Contra good. man, up Contra. up down downtown. That's right. That's yeah. right. Bringing it around down downtown. Yes. So. Reaching around up up down downtown. <laughs> yeah. Making my way down downtown. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Awesome. Awesome series. Um, so, anyways, we've been talking about the whole Contra series, and I'd like to ask you, the audience, the question of what is one of your favorite side-scrolling action run-gun type game? It can Something. Be, Something like anything. Contra, something like Contra, in the Contra right. series. It can be like anything. Um, doesn't have to be like your absolute favorite, but like what is like one of them? Like, yeah, because because Contra gets a lot of love, and it it did definitely spawn or help spawn the genre, right? But there are some really good games that came out of that. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. So why don't, why don't you guys think about that for a bit while we take a short break? <laughs> Hi, I'm Patsy the Angry Nerd, lover of science and sharks. And I'm Ashes Von Nightmare, the real housewife of Transylvania and mistress of Merlot. And And we're we're the the hosts of the Throwdown Throwdown Thursday Thursday podcast. podcast. 
part of the Some Buddies and Grand Guignol Networks. Join us each and every Thursday as we break down all the characters you love and love to hate. That's right. We cover characters from movies, television, books, video games, and even real historical figures. Plus, we discuss science. And wine. Like, so much wine. Like, all the wine. We also pit random characters against each other in free-for-all contests voted on by you, the listener, and reveal the results the following week. Did I mention the wine? Like, there's a lot of wine. So join us on our journey through pop culture on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we will will see you you next Thursday. Bloodworks Scriptorium, the new album from Enchanted Exile. 11 pulse-pounding heavy metal tracks, including Embrace Oblivion, Cold Spell, On Widow's Hill, and I am the Void. Bloodworks Scriptorium. Available now on iTunes, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere you get your digital music. So, go get it. Hey, are you ready to do some thinking? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. Welcome back, everyone, and we've asked you this week's octo-ponder this question, which was... What was one of your favorite side-scrolling action platformer run-and-gun type game? It can be any game from any franchise, from any system, does not matter. We will go with Boss Rush Mode. Well, Nintendo, that is an excellent question, and I would like to answer it by saying Cuphead. Nice. Cuphead is uh, developed by Studio MDHR and uh, was released on Microsoft Windows and Xbox One in 2017, Mac in 2018, and the Nintendo Switch in 2019. It's a run-and-gun style game where you take control of these uh, very adorable 1930s-style cartoon characters that have uh, mugs and cups for heads, and they actually fire. They don't have guns. They like snap their fingers, and they just shoot up projectiles. It's just They have handguns. They have, yeah, they I guess they have handguns. <laughs> But I like the the whole the whole game's like aesthetic is based around like 1930s uh, animation style, and uh, like the music to match all like the orchestral kind of stuff, and it, yeah. it's it's friggin' fantastic. Yeah, I've never played it, but I've always thought it was amazing how well they they've captured that that, that moment look. in time yeah. from like that that look and everything is hand drawn. It's Everything looks yeah, so it's, perfect. It's yeah. friggin' gorgeous. It and is it's yeah. such an incredibly the pretty game. The game is tough as nails. That's I mean, what I, I heard. I haven't beaten the game myself even, but it's like it's still fun to play. I still come back to it every once in a while. I was like, okay, I'll just do a couple levels here, then right. get my ass kicked. Okay, I'm, I'm all set for now. I've been, I've yeah. been playing it like co-op with a friend, and it's neat because when you uh, when you do have two people, if one of you dies and the other one reacts fast enough, you can actually like if you do a like a double jump, essentially like where the player died, it'll revive them. Because as soon as you die, a little ghost appears and it just floats to the top of the screen but if you do a double jump on them fast enough you'll revive them so you can kind of keep it going a little bit longer so co-ops can be helpful to try and clear it that's cool yeah uh, as a note the main protagonists are cuphead and mugman mugman uh, i guess the subtitle for this game is uh don't deal with the devil don't deal with the devil don't deal with him just 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 don't just don't you know he's he's he's, uh, he's a bad guy I mean, they may. Some people may say he's misunderstood, but no, he's he's the devil. And there's uh there's an expansion coming out for that uh, that will add a third character, Miss Chalice. 
Oh, and huh. uh, and they were adding a whole new uh, island to the game too. But nice. it's it is a very cool game. It really is. It really nice. is. I enjoy it muchly. Nice. I have to check that out. Is that out for everything? Uh, it's coming up for the Switch, or it's, it's, it's already out, out for the Switch. Switch. It's yeah. out for the Xbox. It's um, I, I assume Steam, uh, Xbox One, and the Switch, and, yeah, and yeah. Mac. It was a, it was originally an not exclusive, not PS4. Nope. Oh. Which is weird. That's so weird. So it was originally an exclusive for Xbox. It was from Microsoft. Yeah. So PC and Xbox, and then Xbox and Nintendo have become pretty buddy buddy uh, in the past couple years, and so the, some more of those exclusives have been making their way onto the Switch. But Sony's sort of like still a direct competitor to Microsoft, so less friendly there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely check it out if uh, if I could. I just don't have an Xbox. Right. Right. It was actually uh, that's one of the driving forces for me getting an Xbox One. That and like the you know Forza Horizon series and stuff like that. So it's another like, oh, great you know series. So uh, you know I I got an Xbox One fairly cheap and now I've played those games. Nice. All right. What about you, Parasite Stevon? Oh well, I'm gonna go a little bit further back in town to oh. uh, the year 1991. I back hate time travel. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, tough, tough shit. shit. Tough, <laughs> tough, tough shit. <laughs> Cookies. So, um, so mm, yeah, this is a, it's a game called Sunset Riders, uh. and this is a, a game that uh, really stood out to me in the sort of sea of what was out at the time, because it's a Western game, and um, there just really haven't traditionally been a lot of those, because um, I think mainly Westerns really had their day in like the, the, the 60s, and even, well, it's mainly the 60s, but up through the 70s. In the 80s, they kind of just... You know, couldn't compete with uh, the action heroes that we had, like the machismo, battle-hardened Schwarzenegger, Stallones, and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like, that sort of just took over. And Westerns were just kind of no longer popular. So, you know, you you did have a few games, like Gunsmoke for the NES and stuff, but there just really weren't that many. So, um, whenever a, a Western game comes out, you know, a la Red Dead Redemption or, uh, you know... It, it sort of you know piques my interest because I do I do love them and uh, and stuff but yeah this was this was like the Western game of the 90s as far as I was concerned yeah um, and uh, it was a really fun running gun game you could choose from four different characters they all played similar but were slightly different and uh, it was it didn't take itself too seriously the the drawings were very cartoony but the graphics were were like pretty damn well done and uh, mm-hmm. I think boss rush has something he wants to say. I just want to give out the names of those characters because um, a couple of them are cool. A couple of them are like there's them. also a very specific order that you need to announce them. In. Oh, is there now? Because I have it on a screen, and I was going to go by the order. Okay, on the screen. I think it's probably right then. I hope so. Go for it. All right. Well, <clears throat> I hope. Hopefully, the first one you wanted me to say was Billy Cool. Yep, Billy. Uh, the second one, uh, Cormano Wild. Okay, that was a, so, so. The way that the game introduces it, Cormano's last. So you'll, so okay. you'll understand why. So so keep going. All right then. Uh, Bob and Steve for the other two. <laughs> <laughs> so the game just introduces these cowboys and it's like, Billy, Bob, Steve. And you're like, these are such normal fucking names. Cormano. Cormano. And you're like, oh, okay, well, there's a fucking name. It's just so funny. Hey, he's a Mexicano. And then, uh, hey, you know, that, that was that Billy was Cool. Awesome. You know, I'm sweet. always up for a little uh, inclusive uh, character stuff, that's for sure. Great co-op and, uh, not, game. Not a lot of like uh, Mexican characters that are blatantly Mexican in games, and uh, so yeah. But no, I mean it was, and Cormano was cool too because he had a, he had like a very different weapon. Did did he have the, like the shotgun or yeah, something? Like or? Maybe yeah, and he, he also had a shotgun, also yeah. had a badass sombrero. Yeah, pink oh, sombrero. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty cool. 
but anyway, uh, you'd kind of go to each level. You'd see a wanted poster at the beginning, and that would show you the boss that you were going to go fight bam, at the bam. very end. Bam, 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 and, bam, bam, uh, it was fun. There's not a lot to say other than that. There was there was some stages that tried to switch things up, like there was uh, some horseback stuff. And that sort of became reminiscent of like uh, in like the Ninja Turtle games when you'd be on a skateboard or something like that. It's not like wildly different. It's not like Contra switching up completely uh, the the play style, but you know it was fun. It was just a little something else. And uh, you know I I believe each each character did have his own horse like color scheme. Like it was unique to that person, which was fun. Um, mm-hmm. So you could play a different character another time and be like, oh my god, they have a blue horse. Like who would have who would have thunk? But um, anyway, fun game. Western game, which is, uh, you know, rare, and uh, Sunset Riders, yeah, yeah, one of my favorites. How awesome would it be if they did a remaster of that? Like, they, like they've oh done my it with God, Ninja amazing. Warriors. Yeah, and, yeah it's I amazing. Know. I mean, that I was, mean, I should say, that, you know, that came out in 91 in the arcades, and then it was eventually ported to, like, Super Nintendo. I think Genesis had it, too. Yeah, yep. that but version was a little bit different, Super though. Nintendo one was very good. Very oh, good. Oh, it was excellent. Which yeah. is crazy, because, like, we were so excited at the time for other ports, and uh, obviously, you know, you go from the arcade at the time to 16-bit Super Nintendo. It, it can't quite, you know, exactly replicate the experience. But, um, you know, there, there were some that were better than others. Like Final Fight was okay, but they had to, like, cut a character out and all this stuff. But, like, um, you know, and then and we, we were dying for Captain the Captain America and the Avengers. Yeah. And it, it came out on Genesis first, and it was, like, not bad. And we're like, oh, but wait till it... Because we were, like, Super Nintendo fans all the yeah. way home. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had Genesis, but it's like, oh, but yeah, the Super Nintendo one's going to blow this one out of the water. You watch. It's going to have so many more colors. It's going to be so much better. And it was terrible. It was trash. Like, yeah, so terrible. I, I couldn't believe it. it was and they made, so they made us wait so much longer for it, and it was terrible. I don't know what happened to this day, but the, the Genesis one was like the one to have. But for Sunset Riders, the Super Nintendo one was like surprisingly fucking awesome. Yeah. It was a really good port, port, port. Yep. Yep. And the one for the Genesis was kind of like its own thing. Uh, it had the same characters, but it was only one player, and uh, some of the levels were different. Oh, see, I don't so remember that. Yeah, that's neat. I, I, uh, I'll have to look into yeah, that. Yeah, it's, cool. it's kind of like what what Hyperstone Heist Hyperstone, is. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. they, they kind of that, like that's a really levels, nice, but nice way to, to it's approach a really, doing it's really two a mice. different things. It's mice. It's mice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's it's not as good, but you know, whatever. Yeah, Sunset Riders. Sunset Riders. There it nice. is. All right, 8-Bit Alchemy, what you got? All right, uh, everyone knows this game. Uh, it's Mega Man, uh, but it's specifically... Me- Mega Man, I've never heard of her. Mega Man! <laughs> uh, specifically Mega Man X uh, for oh, the yeah. Super Nintendo. That's Mega Manx. Mega Manx uh, came out in 1994, and uh, I, I love the Mega Man series. It was always uh, one that I would go back to, but specifically Mega Man X is probably the side-scrolling run-and-gun game I have played the absolute most number of times. Uh, I've, mm. I've beaten that game, you know probably short of 10 times and it is just still fun it is never it is never dull there's always a different way to go through it you can you know play through the game in different orders you have a a starting level and then you get to choose between eight different bosses to play i mean it just is perfect it needs no introduction gamers know it gamers love it and uh you know that sound right there I remember playing uh, Big Man X back in high school, yeah. and oh my god, it's just such amazing. a great introduction to the series. Yep, on, on, a on new, sixteen on sixteen bit, right? Changing yeah. up the character. I mean, I would say it's the greatest reboot of all time. Pretty much, absolutely. Or if you much. want to say spinoff, 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it kind of was a reboot, but it was like a reboot for the next generation of uh, of systems. Right. It made him a little bit more, you know, you know, grown up looking and the character designs changed. They introduced zero. They had, you know, the new bad guy of Sigma instead of Wily. Yeah. Instead of everything being somebody, something man, something man, they were all animals. So it was a little bit different. It became its own thing. Yep. Right. And uh, I just adore that game to this day. One of the greatest soundtracks ever. And I, I can pick that game up and play through it anytime it and, is, yep. is and, a and uh, blast. it's got fuck that bird it does have fuck that yep. bird although that he's bird. my favorite so i don't really yeah. i don't feel that sentiment but i uh you know i, I get that's it a, that's a power glove reference it's a power glove reference for all yeah. of you yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love the fact that you can get the hadouken the, yep. the band power glove just in case it was right yeah. the metal band power glove yeah. metal cover band pretty cool dudes yes the hadouken was a really awesome uh secret that almost felt fake there's like, there's no friggin' way that you can get a Street Fighter move in this Mega Man game. Right, but. it felt like like an April Fool's joke that like a, yep. a magazine or a website would play on you. 100%, yeah. 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 And, and, and magazines back in the day had so many of those rumors floating around. Like, yeah, like uh, Castlevania 4, whatever you could play as... I don't know if it was 4, no, but it, there was it, a you can April play, Fool's joke that yeah, you could it, play it, as 2-bit. I mean... <laughs> two bit, eight, two eight, bit, eight bit. That Simon. two bit Belmont, no, son no, of a bitch. It, it was, it was, tur- it was Turtles to the arcade game where you can play Simon Belmont. Okay, there you go. That's what it was. Yeah, but that was and that I, was not true. That was not true. That was not true. Was a, it was not only was it not true, but it was also hilarious because I remember being at Boss Rushmore's house many years ago, trying to do this yeah. fucking ridiculous yep. code. Right, and then, and then, and then uh, Boss Rush is like, look at the uh, the person who, uh, <laughs> yeah, who uh, wrote the article and says, oh, it's. April Fools. The way how they spell fools oh, is different. Like, we're oh, okay. stupid. <laughs> we're fucking up. We're at this for hours. Oh, so it was like the letter A was their first initial. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was that was pretty funny. Oops. Oopsie doopsie. Oopsie doopsie. We got fooled. We did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah that's it. Next. That, that'll do it. Definitely. Uh, probably my favorite in the series for sure. Nice. Yeah. I feel that. Absolutely. That and four. Maybe my next four. Were I liked four. Me- yeah, Mega Man X four. Yeah, actually, really Mega Man seven. I know it's not X, but Mega Man like the Mega Man X and Mega Man seven are the two I played so much, and I I adore them. Like, oh, the sixteen bit era was so kind to Mega Man. It was so friggin' good. Yeah. but yeah, good you stuff. know, Mega Man seven didn't fe- feel like a Mega Man game, but the, I don't know. I thought it, I don't maybe know. maybe because the graphics were it was, it bigger, was so different from the Nintendo ones. But, but man, those uh, yeah, yeah yeah I still loved it. I loved I, it. I, I, I thought it. it was. It really is a bizarre, like, unique entry. Yeah. Yes. I love yeah. it. I love, I mean, seven, in my opinion, is a billion times better than eight. But, like, totally. You know, it is weird. It's just this, that, yeah. that one that they put out on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, just kidding. That's enough. Right. We'll go to PlayStation now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that the one with kidding. the bad voice acting? Like, the no, real eight, 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 eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seven is uh, Super Nintendo. Eight's the so, one with so, Dr. Yeah. Wiley. Wiley. And the power of evil. evil. <laughs> you got throwing the hiccup in there. <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> Thank you, Mega Man. <laughs> I was a guy they found on the street. And they gave me booze. <laughs> so I'm here in the studio and I'm Dr. Wiley. He sounds like a drunk baby. <laughs> Dr. Wiley. Oh, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm Dr. White. We must be Dr. Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> all right Mega Man x excellent game so my pick would be gunstar heroes for the sega genesis slash mega drive nice very very awesome game came out in september 10th of 1993 the game's premise is centered around a pair of characters the gunstars in their efforts to stop an evil evil empire 
from recovering four powerful gems. The characters can fire guns. Maybe, maybe they questos. <laughs> questos. The characters can fire guns and perform a series of acrobatic maneuvers and fight enemies across each stage. There are four weapons in the game which can be combined with one another to create different shot styles, which I thought was amazing. By that the way. was really cool. Yeah, that was I, aspect of that game. Yeah. You customize your weapons so much in that. So good, yeah. And I, and I love the fact that uh, you can do like melee attacks too. So you can do like jump kicks. You can like throw enemies around, not just like blindly just shoot enemies or whatever. And yeah. So such a good game. And it's it's not a serious game either. It's no, it's like not. intentionally goofy. Right. Right. And I don't know. I just, I just love it. it it's a totally fun game. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, absolutely. Worth, definitely worth playing. Yes. Checking out if you haven't already. Yes. Excellent game. It's also uh, available for uh, Game Boy Advance as well. So that's a good port as well. All right. So those are our answers. And now it's your turn to tell us what you think about this week's Octopon or this. What is your, one of your favorite side-scrolling action platformer run-and-gun type games? And uh, hey, we're... Not really new anymore, but you know we still like to hear from you guys. So you can reach us at uh, Redoctopus on Twitter at Redoctopus. Yeah, our you can join our Facebook group, which is Retro Redoctopus, and you can which is now three hundred Retroid strong. So three hundred three hundred six. Thank you very much. Huzzah. Pretty cool, 306. right? And uh, <clears throat> thanks so much. Just real quick, you Retroids, you kick ass. I can't believe you guys listen to us every every freaking week, and we love, love, love you guys. So absolutely, rock on. Absolutely, and don't forget we have merch available too. So uh, go to our Facebook page and find out more info on right. that. We also have an Instagram for people who follow that thing. Not not that it's updated as often as it should be. I got to get my butt cracking on that. <laughs> butt, <laughs> butt crack. <laughs> yep. That's yep. Yeah. 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 You got to do that guy. Yeah. And you can always email us at redoctopus at gmail.com. Do it. Only two people have done that. So do it more. Please do it more often. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, so anyways, it's almost time to catch that horizon. But before we say goodbye, let's go to this. Hey, you like old games? Yeah, yeah, so do we. But the thing is, there are new games that actually play like their old games, but they're new. Anyway, it's time to check one of those out. This is Retro Nouveau. Alright, hey guys, how's it going? Parasite Guy on the mic. Um, so right now, for Retro Nouveau, this, uh, this time I'm going to present a game that I am incredibly excited to present. It is a game that I was waiting for for a couple of years and has been done by one of my favorite indie producers, the uh, indie developers, I should say. Uh, the, that developer is Joy Masher, and they're a Brazilian company. And they previously uh, did two games that I loved. Um, their first was called Oniken, and the second was Odalis the Dark Call, which I absolutely loved and is one of my favorite, like, literally indie games of all time. Um, but this new game, those those both look like they were like had NES 8-bit sensibilities, and this one looks more like a Genesis game. It is called Blazing Chrome, and this game is available right now for you know pretty much everything. I think it's it's out. Uh, I think it's and it's definitely PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Um, I think it's also available for Steam, but I'm not positive on that. Some toasters, some toasters also you can get it. Um, like uh, you know. It, it, so yeah, so it came out this year, just literally like a couple months ago. It just came out finally 
freaking awesome game. Fast-paced, running gun, in the style of the, like a 16-bit Contra. Like I said, it looks a little bit more like a Genesis game than a Super Nintendo, but even that's not like exactly perfect. Um, but yeah, um, it, it's 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 freaking awesome. It's like Contra-like, but it's everything I love about the good Contra games and some new stuff, and this it's all hand-done sprites amazing stuff absolutely awesome uh it takes place in a very contra like environment it's post-apocalyptic future uh but instead of aliens uh it's dominated by killer robots they're like all the enemies pretty much are just machines and big you know of various size you know man sizes for the little enemies and then you got all sorts of cool giant robot bosses and stuff like that uh it's uh two-player co-op at once if you want to play that that if that's your your jam really fun and i got to actually try it out with 8-bit alchemy um for the very first time we we played it uh two players and it plays two players super well super well very it, very much not the case where you're like fighting each other and you're in each other's way it just feels really natural yeah yeah it was really really great uh really fun experience and we've played other like like you said there are games even like sonic 2 or something like the the second player is such an afterthought it doesn't feel like it's a two-player game it feels like it's one and a half players or something but this is definitely not like that so they did a good job with that. Um, the initial characters you can choose between. Um, they are not palette swaps, but they do play identical. Um, the first player is actually a, a blonde lady. Her name's Mavra. And the second player is a robot. And they don't really give you a uh, like much of a, or any of a backstory with him. But clearly he's like the one defected robot. He's the one good guy. Really reminds me of um, the character from Appleseed. I can't remember his name. That old anime. Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. I can't with, with the rabbit ears? Yeah, it's, yeah. Instead of rabbit ears, he's got a mohawk, and his name's Doyle. And I feel like that in and of itself is a reference to uh, Doyle von Wolf, Wolfenstein. No, what's his name? Von Frankenstein. Doyle von Frankenstein from The Misfits. It seems like that's probably what they were going for. Uh, but he's he's really, really cool. Uh, both are really, really cool. Both the sprites are great. but And it's so awesome because they look so unique. So even though they play the same, it's, it's you know, choose which guy you like. But... um. You know, like I said, they, they play like Contra characters, uh, but they also uh, like um, now some of the older games. You were saying that, uh, I, think, I think you were saying, Joe, that Super C started this, but um, you have the ability to, or definitely Alien definitely alien Wars, but like you can store a second weapon and switch between them. Oh, that's alien, <clears throat> just Alien Wars. Just Alien Wars. So it yeah. does that, but instead of being able to store one extra, you can store uh, up to four. So that that's more like Contra Hardcore. So you have your... your Basic machine gun, which you never lose, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then there are three additional slots. So there are four total weapons in the in the game. There's like lasers, uh, homing missiles, and grenades. And um, so you'll never lose your basic weapon. But those ones, it's the same thing in Contra 3, where if you die with that weapon, you lose that weapon. But you keep the other ones. Right. You know, so it's cool because like, you know, maybe you feel like, oh, I really want to save the laser for the boss. So you can use you, you can use one of the other ones and just just switch off of it. So if you keep dying with your regular machine gun, you're not losing anything. You know, if you feel like there are s- certain weapons you like for certain parts of that level, you can use strategy. It's it's pretty fun. Um, so anyway, there's that. And, uh, also, uh, this game lets you like save as you go. Kind of, it doesn't really, there's no save process, but, um, if you stop playing, it will allow you to start at the beginning of that, uh, like group of levels. It's kind of like Castlevania games 
Although Castlevania, you shut it off, that's it. But like the older Castlevania games, you know, you'd have like you're in, you know, level one, but there's level one, one, level one, two, level one, three. And each one of those is going to have a bunch of screens. Yeah, it's you like uh, the, the way the original Castlevania worked. It was like, yeah, it was like level one. The final boss is like the giant bat, but it's broken up into multiple stages. So like, okay, we're in level one, but this is stage three. Right, right so it's, yeah. but you still haven't faced the or like yet. a block, or sometimes they, they say like block A or, right. or whatever. And those those stages are kind of long. Like that's that's my point. Like you know, there's a decent amount to do in level one one or level four two or whatever. There's a decent amount to do. It's not like a short short thing. And this is kind of like that. This has he wear short shorts. Yeah, and uh, so this has like tons of mini bosses as you go. Lots of lots of really fun stuff to do. Uh, some varied gameplay. You a know, banging soundtrack. Banging soundtrack. Absolutely amazing. There's you know stuff on vehicles, stuff on motorbikes, and whatever. There's like a level that feels like the the Battletoads uh, speeder bike level kind of near the end uh, and stuff like that. So I mean, there's there's a lot of fun to be had with this. But it and even though it is challenging. The fact that you can continually start from like level four two, if that's where you are, that makes it just more fun to a player like me who is not necessarily the greatest at Contra games. So mm-hmm. like I've never beaten Alien Wars, um, even though it's my favorite. I love Contra three, but I've never beaten it. Um, so like this really sort of made it more accessible. So you can play easy mode or normal mode, and when you beat normal, you um, you unlock. Two additional characters, and you unlock hardcore mo- mode. Hardcore mode. So like hardcore mode. Ha- yeah, mushmouth mode. Sure, mo- mushmouth <laughs> mode. And so that's my default set. That's your yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway, that is like the classic style. You have limited continues. You only have like two continues, I think. And you know you can't stop and start it up again later. That's it. You know you just play it in one shot. So it's kind of like the old days. So. If you feel like, oh, well, this game's too easy, all right, we'll just beat it one damn time if it's so easy, and then, you know, play hardcore. I can't even say it. Hardcore mode is, like, weird. Like, my tongue doesn't want to say that. Um, the, the, the name of it itself is hardcore mode. Yes, it's it's uh, <laughs> Sally sells, she sells, by the sea. And uh, anyway, so the two extra characters that you actually unlock are my favorite part about this game. And uh, they change it up so much. I Usually, you know, I think when you unlock characters, it's I love it always. I'm never going to be upset about extra characters. But um, usually, you know, you expect them to play pretty similar to what you're used to. But this changes it up so much that it literally feels like another game. The, the original game feels like Contra. This almost feels like a hybrid of, like, Strider and... Mega Man X because imagine like Strider if if the character could like charge the shot and shoot out like Mega Man X does but at like half the half the time so, yeah yeah pretty quick a lot quicker than Mega Man X but like really fun so the two characters that you unlock are essentially melee characters um, they can't get any special uh, attacks at all, or I mean, I should say uh, additional weapons. weapons yeah. But it doesn't matter. They're they're stronger, and you have to get up closer. But it just feels so different. Personally, I like it better. And um, so so it's like, okay, now you unlock them. Go if you want to play the normal mode with one of those guys. Cool. You don't have to like only only do hardcore hardcore mode. Um, <laughs> I just can't do it. I don't know. It's fine. I, I can't actually play hardcore mode anyway. Like, uh, I suck at it. But. I can't even say it. 
I can't do either. Both of them, I'm I'm not good at. So, um, but anyway, just want to talk about the characters real quick. The uh, the first hidden character is my favorite. He's Raijin the ninja, and uh, he's uh, not really much to say. He's just a cool ninja guy. I always like cool ninja guys. Whatever. He's a cool ninja guy. Um, and the second character is super interesting. And I ended up finding this like like this rabbit hole about this character when I was doing a little bit of research, and I think it's like. Super interesting. So I'll present that in a second. Her name is Suhaila. A uh, she's uh, dark skinned She could be African American. She could be Indian. Um, I actually looked up the the name and the origins are used in both of those uh, countries. So both continents. And I think it was like Uganda and uh, India or something like that. Suhaila is a, is a name that's used. Um, but she's a cyborg. And so pretty cool. Some uh, some inclusive character shit. I love that. And. Um, the fun fact, so fun fact number one that I found out is that she is, Suhaila, is apparently a reference to a character from the Sprawl trilogy of books by William Gibson. And um, it's a character who uh, is originally just known by Molly, and I think eventually she's known by Molly Millions, and then a whole bunch of other names. She like constantly just changes her name. Um, but she's often referred to as a razor girl or a street samurai. So this, this character is apparently supposed to be like a razor girl, this like, you know, street savvy cyborg chick, like, you know, whatever hard as nails character. And the interesting thing is these, this series of books, uh, takes place in the same universe as a character you guys probably know the name of, and that's Johnny Mnemonic, which was that Keanu Reeves film from the the nineties. Yeah. Um, and I have had no idea that Johnny Mnemonic was, was like from a series of books. Like I didn't even realize that apparently he was, um, a short story. He was like Johnny Mnemonic specifically was in a short story, but the universe was explored further by, by the author in like a series of these three books. And then he wrote other short stories and it was kind of like this cyberpunk futuristic sort of thing. And uh, they were they were written pretty much in the 80s. And, um, you know, so I don't know if it was ahead of its time, but, you know, it was it was a it was a front runner for, I think, that that sort of movement. But anyway, uh, the other fun fact is uh, is that there is another in in universe. One of the one of the many like short stories that William Gibson wrote with this this universe is actually called wait for it. Not blazing chrome, but burning chrome. And in 1986, he released a collection of his short stories that were all from that same universe. And he, that particular book was also called Burning Chrome. So it's kind of neat. Like, that is, that's pretty cool, actually. Clearly, these Bra- Brazilians, like, they, they were fans of this. And it's just this really... It's not like they're referencing something like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars that, like, everybody's going to get. It's like... It's so esoteric. Like you really got to just know it, or you have you just it would go over your head. I didn't even know there was a, there was a reference to get. I don't hear the term blazing chrome and and go like, but what are they going for there? Right. Like yeah. the chrome is the robots. You know, you're just you're just burning them up. You're killing them. I don't you're know. Blazing. Let's go blaze some chrome. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so William Gibson, kind of cool. Um, back to the game. Blazing Chrome is freaking amazing. I love this game so much. I've beaten it numerous times. I'm having a lot of fun. I mean, not on hardcore mode, but on the other ones. Well said. Thank you. I had to really think about it. 
Um, but you know, it, it's, uh, it's fun. Like there's fun trophies and stuff like that, but it's just, it is one of those games that I literally just want to keep playing because the gameplay is so incredibly fun. And I swear to God, the, the melee characters that you unlock make it a hundred times more fun for me. I don't know if everybody would feel the same way, but I just love the, the feeling of like the big strider slash. And then, you know, you could also charge it up and shoot. And it's, it's just a very forgiving amount of time that it takes to charge up. It's, it's great. Nice. Um, you know, as I said, there are checkpoints. So like, yeah, you can stop and save on like easy and normal mode, but also there are checkpoints like the level one, one level two, two, whatever. And so if you get there and continue, you have unlimited continues at that point, which is mm. like how a lot of old Castlevania games work. And I love that. Just let me keep trying, but don't make me go to the beginning of the level because I've already done all that. Like, that sort of thing is just like, it's just exhausting, and I think it makes it hard for the wrong reasons. Right. right. That's like, you know, Ninja Gaiden level six. You get all the way to the last boss, I'm like, oh, second form. Oh, I died. I got to do the whole level over again. Right. Oh, I get there. Okay, beat the second boss. Oh, it was the third form, and I died. Oh, I got to do the whole level it's over exhausting. again. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. It sucks. I hate that shit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so this is pretty forgiving with that, as long as you're playing on easier normal. And uh, personally, I think normal is a really fun experience. I mean, easy is very easy, but, um, you know, I, I, I really enjoy normal uh, for, for, for a difficulty level. I think it's great. Um, obviously, like I said, I'm not the best Contra player, so, you know, it's fun for me. But it, it makes it more inclusive, you know? I mean, right. so, hey, not everybody's at the same skill level. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's, that's pretty much it. Um, nice. Blazing Chrome, love it. Go play it. It's a pretty cheap game. Um, I personally, uh, of all the games I've rated so far, this is my favorite, and I definitely will give it 10 out of 10, Cyborg Smashing Squid Fingers. Nice. Very, very fun game indeed. Super fun game. Super fun. And I do love the fact that, you know, they decided to go with, like, a Genesis style of graphics instead of, like, your typical, okay, well, the, the, uh, the return of the 8-bit or 16-bit no, whatever of the of Nintendo and Super Nintendo is like the big thing now. It's it's really refreshing to see um, people harking back to like the Genesis days, right? So exactly. I think I think that's really cool. They even have like you know, the way how they talk. It sounds like it's coming from the Sega Genesis. Let's that, play okay, some that, that, that's true. I didn't mention that. It's so funny because Joe, you and I used to always make fun of the Genesis talking like all the time, <laughs> all like the, the Ninja time. Turtle games. Yeah, it's like what well, do it. Let's get you. It's like so something bad. Like, it just it's sounds really like bad. that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like he has stroke cancer or something. It's like, oh geez, wow. Yeah, nice. and um, it, that's what this this does. Like, it intentionally goes out of its way to sound like shit. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. But the music is does not sound like shit. The music is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Really cool. Um, but so yeah, yeah, nice, good stuff. Yeah, very very cool. All right, so do we have any promos? Percy Steve, you want to promo something? Uh, sure, I'll uh, just keep blabbing, I guess. Sure, uh, just blab away. So, you know, uh, under under my, my author self, Steve Van Sampson, a.k.a. that's me, um, I'm going to be appearing at an awesome convention that I've been at for the last two years. I'm very excited about it. It's Rock and Shock. It's going to be October 11th, 12th, and 13th of this year, and it's at the Worcester Palladium in Worcester, Massachusetts. I feel 
friggin' love this con. It was the first con I've, I, had, I had ever done. And for the last two years, I actually did it with the New England Horror Writers, my, my buddies and pals. And uh, this year, since I've uh, been brought on to Rough House Publishing, which I've mentioned quite a bit on the show in my promos, I'm actually going to be at the booth uh, with uh, Derek Rook. All weekend, all three days, we're going to be signing and sketching and selling. Uh, you can pick up some crazy horror comics, some gore shriek. You can pick up some My Predator World books are going to be on, on the table, Bone Eater King and Marrow Dust. And uh, every time you get you know a book from me, I always do a little sketch and personalize because that's how I roll. It's always in the red ink because blood. And it's fun. We're going to have a great time. I, I really urge you guys, even if you're not the biggest horror fan, it's a fun convention to go to. And there are some seriously incredible guests that are going to be there this year. And uh, they have a bunch of Twin Peaks people. Ray Wise is going to be there. Um, Sherilyn Finn is going to be there. And... Like, cannot even believe it. Bruce friggin' Campbell from the Evil Dead the trilogy. The man himself. The man, the myth, the legend. You know, Burn Notice, Briscoe County Jr., million other things. The man, the myth. Yeah, so he's going to be there. So, And from Ellen, yes. That's uh, the first in, time he worked in, for Disney. was in, actually in a Spider-Man know. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> first three. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, so anyway... Um, very excited. Please come out if you're you're thinking about uh, attending. Please do. If you've never been, come on out. There's a lot of crazy shit that goes down. And uh, yeah, we'll be there. Nice. Come uh, come say hi at the Rough House Publishing booth. Nice. All right. So I guess I'll promo myself. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Nintendo 25. I do vlogs, which I just started doing recently. Um, that, that's with the V. That's right? with the V. A, a vlog, no, not, not okay. the blog, but the vlog. Okay. I do a lot of pickup videos, unboxing videos, and re- response videos to other YouTubers, and uh, it's a lot of fun. My channel is slowly growing, which is pretty exciting for me. Um, just reached 160 subs as of this recording, which is you no know, a big deal for me. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, it's a huge I, deal, man. We're, I mean, yeah, we're recording this on September 7th. Right. So. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited. So if you want to check me out, my YouTube channel is Nintendo25. Just look up Nintendo25 on YouTube. I'm there. Or for whatever reason, uh, Metal Joe 1977, my my channel will show up there too. So, yeah, that's just about it. Cool. Awesome, man. Anyone else want a promo or we're all good or... I'm good here. Good. Uh, I'm on a podcast called Retro Octopus every, every Tentacle Tuesday, every second Tuesday. Go check it out. <laughs> check it out. Yes, do that, please. <laughs> Another awesome thing about uh, Joe's videos is that... Um, Knocking balls over. If, especially the longer videos, you are going to hear a lot of 8-Bit Alchemy's music, yep. which is really, really cool. That, that's right. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been using his, uh, his original tunes. So, background uh, tunage background for your tunes. cool videos. Yep. Yeah, so, so I, I got I to gotta promote his shit. channel, too. Yeah, so Thanks, if man. you uh, if you know you check out his video like on the Southeast East Game Exchange, yep, which just, is a pretty long recently. video. It's nice pretty long fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you, you're gonna get to hear like I don't know five or so songs. Yeah, yeah. you really you really did me a, a solid there. I, I was did. I, I was watching well, it. I'm I like, have to, man, look know? at it, look at all this shit. So that's, that's pretty cool when we all can collab. Yeah, you know it was funny because the people I've met at the at the con are like, I love your icon. Is that from an actual game? It's like, no, it's custom. Like, that's awesome. That's a Parasite Steve original. You know, yeah, no big deal. Like, like, whatever. Yeah, I... All right, guys. That wraps up this 
week's episode. If you haven't jumped ship by now, we certainly hope you've enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all things that made growing up awesome. If you like what you've heard, please hit that little subscribe button and like us on Facebook and Twitter. You like what you've heard. You know you like it. Yes, you better like it. love it. We've worked really hard on this, so you better freaking like it. Yeah. Yeah, feel bad. If if you don't feel bad, you should. We know where you listen. Guy. Anywho, Retro-Redoctopus is part of the Inebriard Podcast Network, so if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like Old Colony Cast, Bar Talk, and of course, Inebriard as India Fish, chat with local artists over a couple of cold ones. For more information or to subscribe to us or any of these great shows, please visit inebri-art.com. I have been your host, Nintendo, a.k.a. Nintendo 25. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.